Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. While well, back in the conference that I was in, I told my wife, I just want to go back to my room. Uh, yeah, we were experiencing some sickness, but I just said, I, let's, I just want to go back to my study, to my prayer room where I spent so much time. And that has become a little haven for me. And somehow, if I could allow that little room to be around me at this time as I speak to you, um, so that you might have what you desire in Christ. There's so many people that I believe do not desire a deeper life, but I know that's not your desire. I know that most of you, perhaps all of you, desire a deeper life and a genuine life. And my prayer is just so that it would go out into your lives and that God could do a marvelous thing in you, that which you've been asking, victories that you've been calling on God for, other kinds of things in your life, blessing where God's blessing perhaps is not resting on you and you're seeking his blessing. If God could perhaps bring you to a place where he answers his prayer in the garden and the high priestly prayer, if that could somehow be upon you today. And like I say, I don't know that the message is anything. Uh, the me message is perhaps nothing really you're looking for. But I understand that it's in the power and demonstration of the Spirit. It's not necessarily in, it's not in the wisdom of words, but it's in the power and demonstration of the Spirit. It's where God changes things within us. I'm not sad. As I stand before you, even though I have tears, I'm not sad. If I could just <clears throat> relate something to you, I don't want one step in my life to miss what God wants. I have surrendered my life. I have died many deaths. And I've surrendered my life to do exactly what God wants me to do and to never waste time in whatever I'm doing. Whether it's behind the pulpit, whether it's coming into the presence of you people unprepared. I don't ever want to come into your presence not being prepared. What God says and what God is saying at that moment, it's not that I'm somebody great, but I'm a servant. And I need and I depend on God completely all the time for everything that he wants me to walk in. And so I just pray that today, uh, I know we have a brother over here that has cancer. And I pray that today that as we're speaking, that cancer would start going away, that he would be healed by the power of God. Because there's, pe there's people that get healed in these services I'm aware of that. We have testimonies of it. And if God can do healing, it's not limited to how big and how small because it's in Him. And there's others of you that are sitting here that have been praying to God perhaps during the week, God, give me something for Sunday morning that fits my need. And so I stand before you. And like I say, I'm not sure how, uh, how far I will go in this message, but... I would like to start 
in continuation of the series that I've been doing on glimpses from the garden, the Garden of Eden. And today I would like to speak on two trees in the midst. <clears throat> two trees in the midst of the garden. Father, help me that I can keep my thoughts together as I go through this now. As I lay before you, Father, as we present our bodies a living sacrifice to you, whether in the pew or whether in the pulpit, we come prepared and we ask you to change us, Lord, remake us, Lord, join us to the image of your Son. Yes, Lord. I'm also aware that these messages go out in places. They're begging for these messages in places. I'm aware that even as far as in persecuted Muslim countries, they're watching these messages. And my heart goes out to people like this tremendously, where they threaten the life. I've had several death threats on my own life, and I know what that is. But my heart goes out to people like that. There's people that are waiting till they come home from their service today to listen to this message. I know that. People that are yearning and people that are crying out for greater revival. And I believe it's in our hands. It's in our hands. So I tremble before you as I turn to Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. <clears throat> but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel that was preached of me is not after man. Verse 12. For neither received it, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. I just want to make note of this. The beginning of the, sir, the beginning of the message is the two trees in the midst, and it's referring to true two trees in the midst of the garden. This is where God started with man. This is the place. This was the beginning moments that God made history inscribed in his first dealings and first moments with mankind. He put him in the garden. That's what we're going to talk about. Now we want to also look at the first moments that Paul had when he came to Christ. Is the verse that I read, verse 12 especially, I would like to read again. For I neither received it of man, I did not receive the gospel of man, neither was I taught it, but by the, by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul said that I was not taught the gospel, I didn't receive it of man, but the gospel came to me by revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to turn to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, and it says here, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give, you, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Notice it says in the knowledge of him. It doesn't say of the knowledge of him. I don't know. I don't know why I can't stop crying this morning. I've been weeping for so long. We notice in this verse it says <clears throat> that he has given him, 
that God may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, not of the knowledge of him. And in this, I want to lay the foundation. In this, I want to lay the foundation of what the Garden of Eden was when the trees were in the middle of the garden. It says that Paul says here that he received wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ, not of the knowledge of Christ. And I believe in these two truths is the whole difference between walking in the Spirit and walking in the flesh. When we walk in the Spirit, we want to receive revelation of the knowledge of Him. When we walk in the Spirit, we receive revelation in the knowledge of Him. There's a difference of understanding. And what I'm referring to today is many people, uh, like I've told you before, there's many people that see through the threshold into the other room that is deeper in the Christian walk, but they only see through it and never walk through the threshold of it. And therefore, it's easy to speak about it, and yet to experience it is another thing. And what this is saying, what Paul is saying is here, he's saying that he has received wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ, not of the knowledge of Christ. And my prayer is so deeply that as I speak to you today, that you would not receive knowledge of him, but in him. There's a complete different story. To one is by way of knowledge, which was the very knowledge that Adam and Eve ate off of the tree. They picked off of the tree and they picked knowledge off of that tree. But the knowledge that God has given was to be in him and to receive it by way of a relationship, not by way of a book. You understand what I'm saying? In this, I want to turn then to Genesis chapter 3, verse 3, and it says, But of the spirit of the tree, I'm sorry, but of the fruit of the, of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, now we're talking about the garden of Eden, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. There's two things that God had asked Adam and Eve not to do. One of them was, do not eat. Another one was, do not touch. Now we look at verse 9. And out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now let's just go back to that verse again and scan down through it again. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree, Notice, he made every tree grow out of the ground. Every tree includes the tree of life. Every tree was made to grow out of the garden. That is pleasant to the sight. They were all pleasant to the sight, every last one of them. And they were all good for food, even including the tree of the knowledge, obviously. It was good for food, but it was forbidden. And then it says, of the tree of life, also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The word knowledge means cunning and craftiness. When I look at what Eve did, she looked at the garden, she thought, or looked at the tree, and she looked at the tree and she thought, if I would pick off of that tree, I would gain cunningness, and I would gain craftiness. I would gain understanding of something that I don't have to experience but on here, on up. I can get of this fruit and it can educate my head, 
And yet my heart doesn't have to change. Do you see this? And God said, I cannot have you walk even in the garden from this point on. If you lean on your own understanding, if you lean on your own power of knowledge to take off of my tree and to take that and eat it, and what was on there was good and, good and evil. It was the knowledge of the good and the evil. And God said, I cannot have you eat off of my tree if you eat off of that tree. And this is where I'm, I'm so deeply moved at this. I'm sorry to tell you this, but most Christianum today lives off the tree of knowledge. Having no deep understanding of who Christ is, but rather under the knowledge of eating and participating in that which changes up here and not in here. This is what happened with Eve. She wanted something that would change her thinking, not her heart. God spoke very clearly, and he said, do not eat of that tree, because if you eat of that tree, you'll become as God's. And then Satan later on, through the form of the serpent, also spoke to Eve and said, has God said, you may not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? He said, he knows that if you eat, you're going to become as God's. Later on, you read that God is saying that lest they become like God's, now to know good and evil, or they have become like gods, but now lest they become and live forever, it says take them out and make so that they cannot eat life. You see, you cannot have knowledge off of the tree and life in the same garden. And that's what most people desire, a deeper knowledge, a deeper understanding of something that changes my head and gives me a deeper purpose of my self-life rather than something that I get by way of in relationship with Jesus. You see, what Eve tried to do obviously here was she tried to... Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.